0: It's time to go to church Here to
1: preach to the choir from the bully pulpit Pastor Micah Beckwith 93 WIBC it is the Kendall and Casey show I'm Rob Casey's here Let's go to the drivehubler.com hotline The conservative voice of the state of Indiana Micah Beckwith joins us now on the drivehubler.com hotline all right, Beckwith, well, we got a big problem, and the problem is that Abdul is reporting that if, indeed, Silent Suzanne Crouch is the nominee for governor on the Republican side, she's going to pick Greg Pence, which means it is now your patriotic and constitutional duty to declare <laughs> right now you are running for lieutenant governor to stop Greg Pence. The floor is yours.
0: <laughs> well, let's see. I'm not going to declare anything right now, but I will I will say this. I will say this. I, I've, uh, I've talked to some people who are kind of close to Suzanne and... And uh and I, I don't know if if that's really the case. I mean, I think Suzanne is a lot more independently minded than people give her credit for. Really? And if I, I think so. I really think so. Now the question will be, can she break away from the moderate voices that are in her camp right now? She's got the moderates pulling her back to the middle, the the establishment saying, Hey, just do what, what the status quo is. Um I, I I think she's gonna break out of that though. I think I think I do just my conversations with her, I'm like, I think she's got a fighter in her and uh, and so whether or not she's really looking at Greg, I don't know. Uh, but I would also say this, if Greg, I mean, Greg Pence is, listen, I, I, think, I think Hoosiers are looking for solid, bold leadership. And, I, and I, I think Greg's a nice guy, but what has he done? I mean, my question is, where, where has he been the last, you know, three, four years in Congress? Is he a fighter? I don't think he's a fighter. I remember he, we were talking to him about um, uh, standing up for, for soldiers and, and veterans who are going to be dishonorably discharged for rejecting the COVID vaccine and the bill that will let them get discharged honorably, And we were, we were saying in the parents of military members in the room and they were calling them out. They said, they shouldn't get discharged, period. Why are you not getting in there fighting for them? They want to serve their country. And I just remember that. And I'm like, gosh, we need a fighter. And I don't think, I don't think Greg is that fighter personally. He might be a great guy, but I just, we need, we need fighters to stand up and push back against the status quo. All right, Micah, the big deal
1: now, the House and Senate have sent a bill to Holcomb, which says basically you can't chop or grow anything on your kid. The kid is what the kid is until the kid wants to be an adult and make the chopping and growing decision himself. Mm-hmm. I picture Holcomb's just sweating buckets down there in his office right now because he's got to make a big choice
0: whether to sign this bill or not. I, I think he's going to probably veto this bill. What say you? If he vetoes the bill, it's just the nail in the coffin on his legacy. I think he's saying I'm a moderate. I'm a rhino. I don't care about true constitutional protections, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Why would you ever in a million years think it's okay to ruin a child's life that way? And, uh, and, and, I, I think he's in beholden to the teachers' unions. I think, that's why, I think that's why he's probably sweating bullets is because I think he made a deal with the teachers' unions in 2020. If you remember, they did not come out and endorse anybody, and they're always Democrat. Teachers' unions are, are as Democrat as they come, and the teachers' unions stayed out of the 2020 Democratic race. And I think there was a deal that was made, and I think he was beholden, I think he's beholden to the teachers union, and they're saying, "No, we want to be able to mutilate children, we want to be able to warp their minds and indoctrinate them, and we want to, they, they're the state's property, not the parents' uh, responsibility." So. So anyway, that's that's what I think is going on probably behind closed doors. All
1: right. Well, last year he vetoed the bill that barred female transgender athletes from playing with their peers. Right. Yep. So yep. what do you think? Is he going to sign this one? If you are a betting man, what
0: are the odds of this latest one? Well, I think he's probably going to sign it because I don't think he I, I think he he, he knows there will be a huge, huge fight. On his hands, if he wants, if he vetoes this, if he even comes close to thinking about vetoing this, and and I don't think Holcomb's a fighter. I, I think he, I think he is the uh, path of least resistance. Is, is his, uh, is his mo. And so, if if he does this, he is basically saying, I am a leftist, as left as they come. And I think the the legislature will probably find a little bit of courage to stand up to him if he does it. They did it last year with the women's sports bill, um, and it was a big win for the legislature. I think it. It propped up people like, uh, you know, Speaker Todd Houston. It propped up some of our our legislative uh, leaders. And they they look like the fighters and the and the true conservatives. And while while Holcomb was was, you know, pinned as the leftist, uh, you know, just rhino in the governor's office. So so I think that's. I, I don't think he'll veto it personally just because I, I don't think he wants to fight.
1: Uh, Micah Beckwith, our guest, we're talking about the bill that has cleared the House and the Senate, basically a trans ban of sorts for children. And uh, again, we believe here on the Kendall and Casey Show, the chopping and growing should be left to the adults. We think that's a good thing. Now the question is, will the governor sign it? I do have one question, though, Beckwith, and these are your friends, so maybe you can decipher what <laughs> what, what is going on in their mind. So they did pass this bill that says children cannot be mutilated uh, until they're adults, and then they can make that choice, which is great. However, they also refused to hear a bill in the Senate, and we talked about this with you I think a couple weeks ago, after it passed the House, which said parents could not have their kids taken away from them by DCS if they don't support transitioning. So on one hand, you have a bill that says you can't transition the kid, but then on the other hand, we won't pass a bill that says DCS can't take your kid if you don't support transitioning. And that doesn't pass. What are they doing? It just doesn't make any sense. Do they even know what they're doing?
0: Well, I think they're Republicans, uh, and and I'll kind of throw the same uh, the same thing on them as I said about Holcomb. Sometimes they they avoid the fight. Sometimes they say, "We only have so much fight in us for this session. We need to." Take our battles very wisely and I, I to which I say it's like no fight. Fight everywhere you can. Fight every front there is. I mean you do what's right and only do what's right and never back down. And uh and to your point that that bill is a great bill. It would keep children in the hands of parents if parents say, Hey, listen, we don't affirm you in your identity. I mean, would we do this if a kid wanted to be a pirate? And they said, hey, mom and dad, I'm gonna I want my eye to be plucked out, I want my leg to be cut off, give me a stump leg, and I want to be a pirate when I'm th- I wanted to be a pirate when I was thirteen years old. I'm glad my parents had the wisdom and foresight to say, son, we love you, but you're not a pirate. And and you know, and, and and DCS would have come in and taken them and said, You're not affirming this this boy's identity, he really believes he's a pirate. We would say that's laughable, but here we are in 2023 with the same thing happening, and so Republicans just need to fight. They just need to stand up and tell the woke leftists, who are a small minority in Indiana, by the way. It is not the majority. The majority of Hoosiers overwhelmingly believe these bills are good bills. And and so we just need strong, bold fighters to say, no, we want it all, and we're going to get it all this session.
1: Micah, I want to ask you, on the heels of what happened in Nashville, a lot of people are saying now that the transgender movement is really a mental illness movement or a a mental illness situation, rather. Uh, What do you think of that?
0: A hundred percent. I agree with that. It, it is mental illness. It's, and you know what, up until about yeah, five, 10 years ago, even uh, medical professionals overwhelmingly unanimously were saying transgenderism is a mental illness. Someone believes they are something that biologically they are not. And what we saw yesterday just is heartbreaking. Uh, it, it, it is that I, I hate, I hate seeing that. And, uh, but, but we have to recognize we're, this is demonic confusion Uh, you know, the Bible says that God is not the author of confusion. The devil is the author of confusion. When people are confused, like this woman was, uh, they do wicked things like what she did yesterday. And we have to be a society that goes back to objective truth. This is God's truth is the truth. And we're not going to give we're not going to give ourselves over to confusion just because it's politically correct to do so. And uh, and so but what you saw yesterday was the fruit of confusion from the transgender movement, without a doubt.
1: Uh, before we let you go, you're in Washington, D.C. What are you doing there?
0: Yeah, so... Again, uh, you're always somewhere. You're everywhere but where you live. <laughs> no, no, listen, we got work to do, man. This is uh, coming out, bringing the Spirit of the Lord to Washington, D.C., and and the Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's is liberty, and we need liberty now in our nation big time. And uh, But we're, I'm out here with about 80 pastors from around the country Uh, with an organization called Faith Wins. It's my friend Chad Connolly. He used to be the South Carolina uh, Republican chairman, and uh, he started an organization a few years ago called called Faith Wins. And it's all about organizing pastors to get engaged. And and they have a huge uh, win under their belt. They they were instrumental in getting Glenn Youngkin elected in Virginia uh, a year and a half ago. And it, it was all because pastors got their church members to go and work the polls, and they did voter registration within churches and that and even Yunkin Glenn Yunkin has attributed his win in Virginia to faith wins and the pastors getting involved if they if they wouldn't have done that Yunkin would have lost and so that's what he's training pastors around the country to do and so at Life Church and in Indiana we're 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 in this, we're in this battle we're not backing down and we're getting people registered to vote we're saying get out and vote for godly men and women And uh, we're taking back our country locally. All right, Pastor
1: Micah Beckwith, thank you as always. Have a safe trip and uh, try to avoid the toxin that is Washington, D.C.
0: Thanks, guys. Appreciate
1: you. All right, Casey, when we come back, some well, you'll be very surprised by this. Ridiculous audio from Kamala (laughs) and Biden. It's time to play What in the World Are They Saying? We'll do that next with 93WIBC. It's Kendall and Casey. Good morning.